Hello, Army of Cunts. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. My name is Emily. My name is Andrea. And we are recording live from Emily's apartment in the bunker in the shithole that it's is actually New York Andy's City. apartment. <laughs> I've been quarantined here for almost three weeks. Wow. Which is also the amount of time it's been since I last saw Andrea. I know. How <sighs> crazy. I mean, can you remember a time that we went three weeks without seeing each other? No. In like our six years of friendship? I don't think so. So weird. I had separation anxiety. Me majorly. Too. And I, I can't imagine how it must have been for you because you were actually alone. Oh, yeah. And indoors for most of it. <laughs> Woo! How's your mental health? Um, You know, I'm like weirdly okay. I mean, I'm obviously... You got, you got sick, by the way. Yes. Andrea got corona I got corona hard. I'm not surprised I got corona because I move around so much. I'm such a social person. I mean, as are you. Yeah. Um, but Yeah, well, Andy and I are pretty sure we had it too. Yes. Because um, we lost our sense of smell. Mm-hmm. And taste, which was heartbreaking. I know. It's so weird. Like, the one source of joy that I have in this quarantine is being able to eat delicious food. And now they take everything. They take everything away. Now, I will say... There are some upsides to not being able to smell, uh-huh. which is mainly you can pass gas freely. Oh, that's beautiful. Around I your never partner. Thought about that. Yeah, I could like fart in his face while he's going down on me and it wouldn't matter. That's really just like a level of comfort. I'm sure so many relationships are getting like escalated right now. Well, I. Because you got to do that math. Do I want to quarantine with you because I want to bang? But like we're now live in boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I mean, we had. So we've been together for 10 months, not even a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And so at that point, I think if it was only maybe six months in, I would have been more wary to stay here for indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because we don't even know how long it's going to be. But it honestly wasn't even really a question. Yeah, sure. Of course. And I, I, I will say... I was nervous about it, especially because when I told my family that I was staying here, um, not really my whole family, just mainly my sister was Mm. like, I'm worried about you. Like you guys have never spent this much time together, which is a, a reasonable concern. Yeah. Um, but it hadn't really even crossed my there mind. There are no rules anymore. No. Fucker. This is the apocalypse. Like gives a fuck. Everything's gone out the window, but I will say for me personally, like the one silver lining is that it's been so great having him here, like oh, dealing with it. Has it together? Do you feel comforted by I your do, loved one? I do, and oh, like I hate, I hate to get so sappy. Nice. Like I don't want to get emotional. <laughs> I don't want to get emotional. Go ahead and tell me how happy you are. You piece of shit. I can't believe it. Go ahead. Am I not allowed to express no, myself? Please, please. I'm okay. happy for you too. I just want to say, because I know he's also going to listen to this, and I also know that he can probably hear this on the other side of the door. Yeah. I've just never felt so taken care of and safe in such a crisis. Like, if I was by myself, I just, I would feel such anxiety and loneliness. And I just feel closer to to him than ever that's beautiful and it's such a unique like i just don't know that we would have 
had that experience yeah. had there not been a global crisis going on. I will say like, yeah, I mean, that's fucking beautiful. Well, I'm, I am happy for you. Thank truly you. and not just saying I am. I am. I'm glad that you're taken care of and that you're with someone. Um, uh, but also... I have, I mean, I've been talking to my mom every day in a really yeah. nice way. And I've been talking to... I've honestly been talking to a lot of people more friends. than I normally do. Yeah. yeah. And and like there is this sense of like sort of togetherness. I mean, it's very scary and it's not something, it's not like a casual fun hang. It's like there's serious things happening in the world and it's really, you know, it's horrible. But also, you know, just like when anything's horrible... Um, wonderful things can happen too if you keep a positive attitude and you do the best and you mm-hmm. do right by people and it you, just um, uh, makes you appreciate the things that you have in your life that you normally I take for granted My I God. mean I I um I was live streaming on the Facebook group mm-hmm. which you can access if you go to patreon.com slash hot mess and join yeah. at the five dollar level um God, shit is popping off in there. I know. I mean, as always, but especially now because people are bored and on Facebook all day. I mean, I've been going Instagram Live of course. and showing my tits to You've everybody. You've been dancing with knives <laughs> on Instagram Live. I mean, guys, I'm just going to say, if you're on Instagram in the next month or so and oh. you see Andrea went live, just <laughs> Do yourself a favor and click on I'm it. I'm going to be inserting the the camera into my body. By the yeah, end of this. it's we're going to have a live colonoscopy <laughs> on your Insta Live. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I commend it. Thank I think you. we need entertainment now more than ever. Listen, just be careful with the knives because you know how nervous it makes <laughs> me when you pick up a knife every <laughs> single time. You pick it up with such vigor. I know, and it makes me so nervous. But. But, but when I, I dance with it, that vigor is translated to There a were multiple knives. There was like it wasn't just one. <laughs> it would have been... Honestly, it still would have been concerning if there was just one, but there were like multiple. six. Uh, okay, so you were in the Facebook group. <laughs> so I'm in the Facebook group and I was, I was live streaming and I started talking about the fact that I haven't seen my nephews in three weeks. Yeah. And I started like get, honestly getting emotional because... And, and I'll also say like, I mentioned this to a friend of mine who ha- also has nephew, two mm. nephews like around the same age, but doesn't live near them. Yeah. And she was like, Emily, like I, I haven't seen my nephews for two months and I'm not going to see them for another two months. And I was like, yes, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. But my nephew, my level of involvement, I'm so sure. attached to them. Like since the day they were born, I see them like four, five times a week. Yeah. And I like this is going to sound so fucking annoying, but like I feel like I have like taken on a part in raising is this, them. Is this the, what the episode that finally Emily shows emotion? I know. I've like, cried on like 10 plus episodes. And finally. Because I always had my boys. I know. Now you <laughs> they're, don't. They're so precious to me. And it's like so hard for me to be video chatting with them yeah. and to see them look bigger and it's probably a trick of the mind but mm. but actually not with the baby there's a baby and he's going to be walking the next time i see him and it's just it's heartbreaking to me so like having having andy and having like some sense of comfort and like family here is mm-hmm. just it's making it like a little bit better Isn't for me nice yeah you like it yes i do <laughs> this is the first time i've been in the room i was nervous to come here so Let's backtrack to sort of like my Corona timeline and and yours as well. So 
Oh, I'm- by the way, guys, when we recorded the last episode with Slamdy, that was three weeks ago. Yeah. That was well before anybody was quarantined. Oh, my not, God. I mean, not well before, but it was like two days before people uh, actually started uh, social locking distancing. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I think I quarantined that day. That day was the I went and got groceries after you guys left, and I was like, I'm inside. Um, and then I got sick the day after, and which was terrifying. Oh my god! Well, so that was, and you know, us being together right now is like it's been weeks since I've been sick. But I was also I biked over here. I didn't take the train. I sprayed down my bike with cleaning fluid. I wore gloves, and I'm still. Andrew has been mixing cleaning potions in her living room. <laughs> Me going grocery shopping is like a six hour ordeal, and it involves like seventeen different types of cleaning fluids and baskets and bikes and like it's it's old school shit. But so I I I don't know where we both got it. It's hard to pinpoint. We went. To, I have a pretty good idea. We went to a music show. We went to a, a, an album release. Kyle Thompson, shout out, um, incredibly elderly, great band, great night. And we went to a music release party maybe a week before I got sick. And I think that's probably where. It yeah, happened. it's like it was like a standing room only. Yeah, small venue, crowded. Yeah, um, certainly not six feet apart from anyone. No, um, and. It would make sense if we all got sick yeah. from that. Because that that was on Wednesday and then Friday was when... Oh, no, maybe it was on Tuesday and then Friday was yeah. when we saw you and then Saturday you got sick. Yeah. And we so, also touch, took subways there, you know. Yeah. The subway is... I'm not getting on that fucking thing. Um, so I got... We recorded and I felt like a throat tickle... And I was like, no, no, no. I'm the worst of, of, it's so funny, out of any of our friends in our friend group, I'm probably one of the worst people to get this. Yeah, I'm, I, my heart breaks for all the hypochondriacs out I know. There. If you're a hypochondriac, Godspeed, my friend, because like, it doesn't even matter if you are sick. There aren't even any tests. I know. If you are sick, actually, or if you're fake sick, what's the fucking difference? There's no control. You have no control, which in certain ways, a shout out to therapy, I've been like, I have no control. You know, it's just let God go grant let go. me the wisdom. To- oh, I'm saying the serenity prayer <laughs> yeah. in my bed. There were nights where I was just saying it over and over and over again. Um, b- because, you know, this there another a positive of this, I will say is that like, and it's not a positive like I'm not being like this is a great thing it's a horrible thing and like a lot of people are dying and it's it's really like there's no I wish that I could change the outcome of this but I will say like things are bigger than us life is bigger than us we really are so small and us being connected is one of the only things that we have in our strength um and it's humbling to be like oh Everything can be grinded to a halt within a week. Yeah. And, you know, your illusions about being able to control things and stuff are laughable when you see something this huge. I mean, I wasn't in New York for 9-11. I would imagine it has a similar feel. I was here for a hurricane um, and it was empty. But this is just, I mean, this is this is a whole different animal. But I, I started getting a throat tickle and I was like, fuck. Um and I told my mom, that's another thing, like for people who are away from their families, especially like families in different countries. Let's talk about parents for a second, because God. parents, let me tell you, I was, I, 
got a very um, uh, carefully delivered weed package the Mm -hmm. other day. Yeah. And I hadn't smoked weed in like a couple days or maybe I had just taken a couple hits because I was trying to ration. Yeah, yeah. But I finally got like this big weed delivery. You can see them in the Tupperware over there. You Um, guys are balling out. and, And so I got stoned like actually stoned for the mm. first time in several days. And my dad calls me. Oh my gosh. And I don't pick up because I'm like, I'm so stoned right now. Like I've I've had many conversations hey, with my parents. Peter, what's up? <laughs> I don't call my dad Peter. What's up, P Dog? <laughs> hey man, we're all what's connected, up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I I mean I've had many conversations with my parents stoned over the mm. years and they honestly don't even know the difference because I'm a weirdo all the time. Yeah. Um, but I was just like not in the mood mm. and then he calls back and I'm like, oh, okay, fucking whatever. Yeah. I pick up the phone and he scared me so much. Yeah. He, he starts saying in, in this very even calm tone, mm-hmm. Emily, don't leave the house for any reason. Mm. And then, and I'm like, well, I'm going to need to get groceries. And he's like, I will come throw groceries at you if it means that you will not mm. leave the house. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. And he keeps going, okay, sweetie. Okay. Aww. Like in this very like. He's terrified. Like, yeah. And yes. And, yeah. and this is Andy's parents have been calling him every day, yeah. you know, saying, and this is what my dad was saying. People are dying, you know, and not just old people. Mm-hmm. And you don't have any control, even yeah. if you think you do. They they just want to keep you safe, and they don't know how. And I can't imagine your mom being in oh another God. country. It was her nightmare. It was her little. My, and my mom is more anxious than I am. Like my I I am a loosey goosey compared to. And and to give my parents credit, I was thinking about my parents. I have been thinking about them. Both of them are safe and healthy and quarantined. I mean, my dad is incredibly immunocompromised. He has two organ transplants. He takes anti-rejection medication, which compromises your immune system. For his organs? Yeah. Like anti, so his body won't reject his his organs. Yeah, his heart and his kidney. He has two organ transplants. So, and so he's taking anti-rejection medication, which he always has, but that medication is very strong and it affects your body in very weird ways. Like our bodies are not supposed to live with multiple organs from other places. Yeah, he's like an inspector gadget. He's uh, this motherfucker. He's never going <laughs> to. No, he's going to outlive us he's all. He's going to outlive. You watch. He's going to. Yeah, it's he's like a robot. But he's going to be at your funeral <laughs> <laughs> laughing. Uh, no, um, but so just throw in dollar bills on your coffin. Yeah, yeah. He offered to give me money and I was like, oh, I should. Take you don't want to accept it. Like it's the, my family offered to give me money um i don't need it this is the thing like you and i made most of our income based on the internet yeah before anybody thought never been smarter to be a fucking clown for a living honestly y'all fucked up (laughs) y'all fucked up that that being said shout out shout out though to people working the healthcare industry you are um saving lives yeah fucking heroes so so yeah so my dad takes anti-rejection meds for his organ transplants and he's gotten skin cancer because of those meds because it compromises your immune system and oh my god it's easy to get skin cancer he's had like the cancer removed i mean he's just a he's a medical anomaly of a human being there's some there must be something in our genetics that's like some sort of viking thing yeah it's like impossible to kill us knock on wood um um, so he's in Vancouver and he's very calm. The thing is like, 
And my mom is 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 a little bit more anxious, but I thought about it and I'm like, why am I so okay right now? And I'm like, oh, because my childhood was like, uh, you know, a uh, kidney transplant, heart transplant. Your get your dad's gonna die. Your mom has cancer. Yeah, it's like, like your parents could die. All at any the, moment. yeah, and and so I do. I am very good at being in like incredible uncertainty and fear because it's kind of like a lot of how I was raised. So I am having a hard time, but I also am kind of like programmed for this as are they in certain ways. But like, I will say my mom just wants to hear from me. (laughs) The other day she didn't hear from me. I sent her a text, but it didn't go through. And she, did she DM the hot mess Facebook group? (laughs) It's so like, I, I love I love the way that old people use Facebook. It's the best, and I'm sorry, dear Emily. I'm sorry, Shannon, that I called you old, but just She's in comparison, you, you know, yeah, you're a senior, and the way that you use Facebook. <laughs> she wrote to our public page. Oh um, God! And I did see it, but yeah. I saw I didn't see it till the next day. Yeah, that yeah. she was trying to get a hold of you, and I I responded. As soon as I saw it, like, I know she was working for most of the day. She, I talked to her yesterday morning, but I, I, I'm, like, positive that she was working the whole day. So yeah. that's probably why she didn't call you. And then um, and then it turns out she had already gotten a hold of you. But I was like, take my number if, mm-hmm. like, you're worried in the future. I just hate the thought of her sitting in her House. country home yeah. in Canada just, like, her mind racing of all the things that could have possibly happened to you. I think she thought that I like locked myself on the roof. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God. My mother what? thinks I'm like Michael Scott. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she just like thinks that I'm like, oh, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> Which like historically she has very good reason to feel that way. Right. But it's like, I'm like an idiot savant. Like, yes, I get myself into like impossibly stupid situations, but I'm also... But you always find your way out of it. Always. You're like an escape artist in I that am. way. I am. Um, I am. I do want to ask you about like what your... Um, Symptoms and... No, yeah. no, not at all, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can no, I... I, I? I do. I want to ask you about like the guys uh-huh. that you have been seeing and yes. stuff like that. But I want to read a review first. Yeah, go ahead. Because... Um, we need your reviews now more than ever. People. Yeah, man. P- what are people doing? They're inside. They're listening to podcasts. They're trying to work out and be distracted while they work out. You're in a Zoom chat room. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're watching you wanna, me dance with 17 knives. You're, you're seeing Emily of, live stream. You're sick of FaceTiming with your camp friend from 17 years ago because you <laughs> ran out of everybody else. So many weird friends are coming through the Out podcast. of the woodwork. <laughs> yeah. I had to actually remind myself to reach out to certain people because I was like, I don't want to be that person that didn't reach out to certain right. people during the pandemic. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, like I know that I'm getting nothing from them. Like, what have you been up to, bro? Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, nobody has a story. So how has your entire life been for yeah. the last 15 years? Um, But people need entertainment and we're trying to provide that. So spread the word about the podcast. Make it your Instagram story. Yes, I love um, that. Tell your friends about it. Join Patreon if you want some bonus content. You need Sh- to fill your days with something. Shout um, out to Cody Alden, Allen, Rick 
Bertelson, fucking Sam Turner, Michael Scott. There's a guy named Michael (laughs) Scott who I love. I mean, I've been like really enjoying engaging, and there's so many more. Uh, Andrea, like it's you know, apologies if I'm forgetting the Zimmer, the Zimmers, you know, homeschooling. The Zimmers are sick. I think kid from. Oh, really? Yeah, they've been vlogging. Oh, about like their trials and tribulations in the quarantine in the quarantine. Um, but anyway, yes, please write a review. Click five stars. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Um, and this review is from Team Tanda or Team Tanda. I'm not sure. Um, and it is five stars. You girls are getting me through some hard times. When the podcast starts and I hear you sing, my day gets better. Thank you for the humor and bluntness. Keep them coming. We need them now more than ever. Hell yeah. And how succinct. Love it. How sweet and true. I love it. Thank you so much for writing that review. And I hope that us being internet clowns benefits you in some way, shape or form. Um, I do want to talk about romance, love in the time of Corona. I will just say briefly. um, So I was sick for about five days and I just basically had fever, very high fever, chills, headache. Like the headache is part of the fever, which I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. And I was like sweating through my sheets and shit. It was my worst. It also just took you out. Like that's the only way I can describe it. And and I'm going to probably get an antibodies test soon because if it all pans out, I think I'll probably be able to donate blood plasma because they're giving blood plasma with the antibodies to sick people yeah andy was talking about doing that too yeah i'll give you the email address yeah i i know that i should i'm scared to give blood because um i pass out yeah sometimes i get it um and i've had seizures before so i've i've always been nervous about them taking that much blood from me and me getting lightheaded and like potentially having a seizure or something i mean this is not information that everybody needs to know i'm just like I want to be as helpful as I can, but at the same time, I'm terrified to... Well, it's also going to a hospital, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's risky, but also our healthcare workers go to the hospital, so, you know, the time is now, but... Uh, and also, it would be good just to take the antibody test to know, just to know. for sure if you had it. Because I don't know for sure. It would be a wild fucking coincidence that I got a flu that very much resembled corona. The only thing is I didn't have the upper respiratory symptoms. I had a little bit of a sore throat. Do you have uh, shortness of breath at all? No. And so that's why I never went to the hospital because I was like, once you get to the shortness of breath, then you start to go like, then it's in your lungs and there's potential for developing pneumonia. That's yeah. that's like when it starts to be very serious where you start to move into the territory of like organ shutdown and, and having to breathe on a respirator. Um, and it was hard to decide whether or not I want to go to a hospital, I was like, what if I don't have it? And then I go to a hospital and I get it. Also, I'm a young, very healthy person. I don't really want to be a burden on our healthcare system. Or taking up a hospital bed when somebody else really needs it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it, it also does come the more milder ones. I, I, from what I've read, is more like the fever and the fluishness and the less like dry cough, trouble breathing, that kind of thing. But I don't know. I really there's not there's just such little information on on this whole thing. But it, it just was very timely. Um, but my worst, my by far worst Corona moment. 
by the way, I didn't have laundry. You know what I mean? Like you run out of laundry. You can't take care of yourself when you're on your own, really, because it's only you. So I like was sweating through my sheets and then I got my fucking period. No. Uh-huh. Okay. Are you ready for this? Out of feminine hygiene products, out of underpants. So I'm just lying in a pile of my own blood and sweat. Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, no. And I was like, you ran out of pads? Yes. And like, I, I was so weakened by this thing that like, I'm not going to the store. I'm not going. I'm also sick. I'm not going anywhere. All I could really do was lie in bed. So I'm like, if I die, they are going to find my period blood covered body. Yeah, that'll look like they would just think that you had a hemorrhage. <laughs> And died in your sleep. She or died something. doing what she loved, <laughs> getting her fucking period all on over the walls. Everything. It was. Oh my god! So savage. I I thought I was gonna run out of tampons, and I ordered them. I I I keep terrible track of my period. Yeah, like, me I, too. It's, it's always a surprise. Yeah, it's never not a surprise. Surprise! You have Corona, <laughs> and you're bleeding all over yourself every month. It's like. Oh, this again? God, Never it's mind. Worst. It's a monthly thing that happens. <laughs> Every fucking month I get blood on something. So I ordered tampons. They finally came the day that I was oh on my, my last tampon. Like it was so perfect. But then day two, day two for me is the worst day. Like yeah. day, day two of my period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always get blood on something. And I've chronicled this over the years. Like I've gotten blood on the chair that I was recording. Oh in. yeah, you I've did gotten blood like media. on all my clothes. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. It's like on your sleeve. Yeah, like randomly on my eyebrow. Yeah. Like I, I just don't it's know. It's a horrible nightmare. It, it's gotten heavy, heavier over the years too, which yeah. I think is like an aging thing. But yeah. It, yeah, but it um, so I had I had a tampon in, but I was nervous that in my sleep that the tampon would leak. Mm-hmm. So then I also wore a pad, mm-hmm. and then I wore a pair of pants, and then um, and then I I got into bed the next day. I wake up, it had gone through all of it, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in a huge puddle on Andy's top sheet. Like Andy's top sheet sheet is ruined the level of closeness baby it just keeps getting closer yeah and closer. i had to walk out there he's like doing work at his kitchen table i walked out there with my tail between my legs like i just fucking ruined the sheet we just out here bleeding no matter what no matter God. what the cycle yeah, continues your body just betrays you in whatever way it can yeah yeah so it took it took me about um it took me a week or so to be fully, to feel like fully normal. I still like wake up every morning. I'm like, do I feel okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but well, I'm, I'm so glad you're feeling normal now. Yeah, it was scary. My mom was fucking flipping out. I mean, I was basically just taking like Tylenol and sleeping a lot. Like I would, I would want to be better and like try to do stuff and then just sleep for like six hours in the middle of the day. Like it just, yeah. you know, it just, fucking took me out um so are you like receiving dick pics while you're on your deathbed yes (laughs) yes i mean so the week before i got sick one of the guys chuck that i'm seeing told me that he was staying home from work because he was sick did he have corona i don't know um there's no way to know right um so and then and then when i got sick i had to like tell it's like telling people you have an std 
You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Didn't you say somebody was not thrilled? <laughs> I mean, no one was psyched. Right. But didn't somebody yes. get a little sassy with you? Yes. It's interesting. It's it's This is a very uh, divisive thing because you get to kind of see like what people are made of yeah. in a way because, you know, if someone to- told me that they had it that I slept with, which someone kind of did. I mean, I don't know necessarily if it was from him or when we went out. There's no way to know. I mean, that is a sign of a responsible person. Of course. To be telling you that. Of course. And all I said was like, I'm so sorry. I hope you feel better. Like, you know, you know, because that's all that is to be said. You know, um, you can't get mad at people. They didn't do it on purpose. It was also like, I mean, it would be a different story now if someone was like, and I'll, we'll get to this but people have been trying to like come over and I'm like are you out of your goddamn mind oh my god How leave it strong is the thirst well we were saying uh before the mics were on like the sluts are the first group of people Always. that are going to be taken out by this disease maybe second after the olds yes it'll be the olds and then the sluts it's the boomer and whore disease what if like some uh if you're uh, a slut and a boomer at the same time you're dead you're dead what what if um it turned out that some extremist conservative group or something <laughs> designed like, this polyamorous <laughs> motherfuckers. I've had enough of their anti-Christian values. Oh, it's so fun. Oh, uh, you're having so much fun sharing beds with six people. Let's see who's laughing now. No more orgies for you now, you fucking lefty liberal demons i think that's definitely it i'm gonna i'm gonna start a website for like this conspiracy theory that this is what coronavirus i'm is. being persecuted for my <laughs> lifestyle choices yes. um yeah so i told i had been sleeping with um and so i told ben who is the polyamorous guy that i poly been, ben poly ben and um he he had a medium response he was like cool 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 and it was like okay hey I am bleeding and sweating out alone in my house. Yeah. You're fine. Like, you might get sick, but... Yeah, you have your girlfriend there. Yeah, yeah. You have one of your 17 (laughs) different wives. Oh, your primary is right there. She'll take care of you. I'm a primary... I'm a secondary. No, you're okay. A, us being a solo poly is like the worst position. I'm a tertiary you could be in. right now. <laughs> and I'm dying. You're a tertiary color. <laughs> you're purple. God damn it. Um so and then he was like, I hope you feel better. Like he you know, it's natural to freak out. Yeah. He's an anxious person. I'm not mad about it, but I'm like, it you really do get an indication of like people's anxiety levels and sort of like how they feel about you and how much they ca- they care to like and how put they, on a front. Yeah, like how they deal with a um almost stranger. Cause like you don't have that relationship no. yet that they like care about you that much. Of course not. So it, like them being mad at you or like having an attitude with you would be like way more offensive of course which is which brings me to um jamie the weed the guy who works for the weed company uh who i had one date with i like how that you're not even using fake names i don't give a fuck these are like also it's a pandemic they, these are names that I, I feel like you would use if you were to use fake names sure chuck Ben. I know. They're Jamie. all so basic. Um, Jake. Uh, what's the other one? Dan. <laughs> yeah. I have an army of them. Yeah. I don't ca- Listen, after this is over, I don't care. I'm telling everyone. I mean, listen, I was already telling everyone what I thought about them, but like the. 
the gloves are off, okay? Influencer bridge. <laughs> Influencer bridge. Who got that ref? Such a good ref. Um, so Ben was like medium cool about it. We've been banging for a little bit. I think he does like me as a person enough to like follow up. They also like, they also all keep this sort of like long game in mind. It's so funny how predictable men are where it's like, they freak out, but then they realize that's rude and they have to like be like, oh, but I hope you get better mm-hmm. because deep down they're like, okay, but after this, like I'm probably, oh, fuck you know, like I still want to keep this bitch on the back burner. She's gonna, <laughs> Let's be honest. She's gonna have the, Let's be honest. She's going to have the antibodies. <laughs> that's true. You could, you could bring a pint of your plasma. My pussy and- <laughs> is the cure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that would be like a fair trade. If you offered them some of your plasma. Yeah. Um, like everyone that you put in harm's way, if they don't get sick, like I, I will also give you some I'll give plasma. you a shot of my plasma. You walk away with a goodie bag from every <laughs> sexual encounter I'm with shooting plasma. shooting my used tampons in a t-shirt cannon, <laughs> just like at people. It's almost biblical that the whores, like Jesus hung out with whores because he knew that eventually the whores will be the cure. Oh my God, this goes so deep. It goes so deep. This is so human, (laughs) what's happening right now. So, okay, so Ben's medium. Jamie, who is a very anxious guy, um, he's like, he's like, fuck. Which, fine, fair. Then, then he goes like, oh yeah, like shit, I like hugged an immunocompromised person like a few days ago. And I'm like, don't Okay, that's not on Put you. Put the blood of the immunocompromised on my hands, okay? I'm telling you now so that you don't potentially. Like, right. The minute I got sick, I told everybody, it's not within my control. It's also like, you shouldn't have been hugging an immunocompromised person in the first... Uh, to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, but now it's your fault. Now it's my fault. Honestly, um, if anybody who's listening knows someone who is like severely sick or has and or has died. Yeah. Um, I'm very sorry for your loss. Mm-hmm. I'm very sorry for the situation. It's fucked up. But just know um, you can write to Andrea because it's her fault. <laughs> She's going around New York City. I doing yeah. comedy. Being a meeting people on kink apps. Just getting her fucking bloody pussy yeah, all like over your, everybody. Your, grandma, your grandma's in the ICU because of Andrea. I mean, in ways, yes. Of the Andreas of the world who are just disease spreaders. Um, and then, you know, he was like, feel better or whatever. But it was kind of like, all right. But the second sentence that you said to me was like, you killed my friend, <laughs> essentially. And I'm like, I just met you. Number one, no, I didn't. Number two... In a way, maybe, yeah, I did. And I'm, that makes me, I already feel fucking guilty. Yeah, like, I'm already like, oh my God, I can't believe I potentially maybe got my close yeah, friends like what, sick. What good is that comment going to do? It's just going to make you feel worse. And about- I'm the one who's literally sick right now. By the way, he didn't get sick. He's not sick. Oh, well, mazel to yeah, him. Congrats. I, I was in the pile of my own blood with my mother on the line being like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm so glad that you're okay piece of shit um and then so he's gone yeah he's dead he's dead but the rest of the not actually to be clear he's very much alive (laughs) and sends me dick pics but they keep sending dick pics he sends you dick pics Uh uh-huh they all do i i created a i've created a layout you're sitting at home with your dick in your hand like what else are you gonna do yeah corona is the horniest situation of all time for all the singles. You know what I mean? I would get real artistic with my ass shots. I mean, I'm I'm working on an OnlyFans account um, because... Andrea. 
I am. You're okay. Codename codename Snake Knife. Look me Snake up. Snake Knife. Um That's on brand. Yeah, but like yeah, I mean, it's also like so I've been video chatting with um Chuck. Chuck was very nice about it um and checked in on me and is a is a cool guy. Um and Polly Ben a little bit. But it's like it's weird to date. I mean, we're not date. We're not dating. You know what I mean? But like you do want to continue a dialogue because you care about them and you want to like know how they're doing. But it's like you go on a video chat, like quote unquote date. And it's like, so like, what's up? (laughs) Yeah. Like what are, what are those like? So weird. I don't like, I had one with Chuck a few days ago and like in the beginning, it's so exciting because you're like, oh my God, how are you? Like, how is everything? Like, it's so good to like see your face, you know? It's, yeah. It's exciting. And Slash human contact, yeah, period. Yeah, especially for me, alone yeah. in Long Island City. Um, but like, then after sort of like going through like your stories and how's everyone doing and like, what are you up to and what what does your day look like? It's like, so. <laughs> what now? It, like, we're not going to, like have mutually masturbate yeah you wouldn't though i don't know the thing is like how many dates did you actually go on before this one with chuck so now it's this like prolonged it's like we're pen pals yeah who like send pictures of our genitals to one another kind of fun it is but it's uh, how much can you connect right like you know what i mean yeah i know well do do you think it's like fizzling out a little bit in a way, yes, but in a way, no, because it's like there is no. I've never experienced dating in this sense. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't think anyone has. So it's like, yeah, I guess it is. Well, like we speak kind of on a daily basis, but sometimes I'm just like, I really have nothing to talk to you about. Yeah, and it's not about us not like connecting well or anything like that. It's just like there's not. The world has grinded to a halt. Yeah, yeah. There's so, like not even anything good on TV. Yeah. I mean, Tiger like, King, but like, fuck that. Oh my God, Tiger King. You love Tiger King. I hate Tiger King. Hey guys, you fucking? I mean, I'm not because I'm quarantined alone, but I know Emily's with Slam D and I'm sure they're Slam D and all over the place. It is love in the time of Corona, which brings me to one of our sponsors for today, Simple Health. I love this sponsor. I'm such a fan of taking doctor's visits off the table if you can. And that's exactly what Simple Health is. It's an online birth control service. So basically, you fill out an online health profile. The doctor reviews if you're a good candidate for birth control and then writes a prescription. You can pick the birth control that you want or they can recommend the best one for you. Then your birth control ships to your door monthly, no interruptions. It's free with most insurance plans and starts at $15 a month without insurance. Finally, a better way to get birth control is here. I mean, it's so uncertain right now. I don't know that we really are going to doctors, much less going outside. So make birth control one less thing you have to worry about. You don't have to go within six feet of anybody. Uh, and it can ship to your door. You don't have to go to a pharmacy. Keep your risk levels down, ladies, and get your birth control. Make this one less thing to worry about. It's very hassle-free. Renewing and everything is super easy. Try this service. Don't miss your chance to try Simple Health for free with my code or by going to simplehealth.com slash hot mess or entering the code hot mess at checkout. Again, try Simple Health for free. What do you have to lose? Literally nothing. What else do we got going on? We're all inside. Try it for free. Go to simplehealth.com slash hot mess or use 
promo code hot mess at checkout. Keep yourself safe. Keep yourself healthy. Use that code hot mess, simplehealth.com slash hot mess. Again, Simple Health is not a replacement for routine checkups with the doctor. I know you guys know that. Just a reminder. I mean, we're not going to the doctor right now, but we are definitely getting that birth control and we are staying inside. Keep it simple. Simplehealth.com slash hot mess. So funny. It's I hate it. I mean, let me be clear. Mm -hmm. Everybody in this documentary is terrible. Nightmares. But it's so funny. Like, I, I just, you can't even believe that any of these people are real and or like into the things that they're into. Like, I just, I encourage everyone to watch Tiger King. It also, for me, like, it, it taught me a lot about like the amount of tigers that are actually um, yeah. in, like in the United it's States. Like 10,000. There's, there's like, I, I want to say four times as many tigers in captivity in the United States Ugh. than in the wild. America's such a ridiculous It's It's place. so fucked up. And like basically anyone can just own these exotic animals. They have no idea how to take care of them. Yeah. Um, And they view it as like, a status symbol I know, like it's this disgusting I, this guy in the documentary um would breed tigers and sell them to people and then this insanely rich guy came onto his uh his zoo mm-hmm. or his tiger refuge like whatever he called it but it, it was a zoo slash circus whore hell house um and poor animals. he would just take the animals he, he was an, an investor in the zoo uh-huh. but then he would take the tigers I know bring them to hotel rooms in suitcases I can't and get all these hot models to come up to his suite and like take pictures with the cubs and then try to bang them and then try to bang them probably this... with the cubs like walking freely around shitting on the floor you and like everyone who knows me has been telling me to watch Tiger King and I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Tiger King. It, to me, I thought it combines so many things that you're interested in. It, it combines um, animal issues mm-hmm. and... Um, gayness. Specifically cats. Uh-huh. Gayness. But the gayness, like, I didn't... I don't even think that he makes gay people look bad. I think that he... The fact that he was is gay is so was so secondary to the mm. documentary. Like I well, this is gonna make me look really stupid, but I didn't even realize he was gay in the first episode. You didn't realize he was gay? Not until he said he was married to two men. He also had a triple wedding. He got married to two young straight men. Heterosexual men. Yeah. At the same time. I mean, that is swag, but also no it's brainwashing Uh because he has this he's disgusting but he has this like charisma with people that he just has this power over people that like he didn't get in trouble for anything he was doing for the longest time it's like fascinating to me Um, i'll say this everyone told me to watch this and i understand why people would think i would like this of course it combines many of my elements of things i like i despise the tiger king i hated that documentary i hated every second of watching it i loved it i know and and i know i'm in the minority but i think it i think it is because i'm not amused by him i don't think i think he's like gross and i think like everything about him and that um documentary is 
so it's like the things I hate the most about America. Like, but don't you think that it's good to have documentaries like that that actually educate people about what's it doesn't, happening? Though we, it encourages them. Like, it, it's like everyone loves him now. Everyone's doing memes about him, and he's famous now. He's getting the attention that he. Yeah, feels but I don't deserves. think anybody thinks he's like a great guy. It doesn't or what matter he's though. Doing is it doesn't great. matter though because more people would be like, like these people don't view negative attention as a bad thing. They view it as like okay, the but same. excluding excluding the subjects and how it affects them. Yeah. Don't you think that people are talking about like just the fact that I said I had no idea there were four but times But you're not going to do anything about it though. That's the thing. You're not going to now donate to a wildlife refuge. I uh, might. I'm more likely to now than I was before. You think so? Yeah. To me, it just like it like it uh, glorifies this behavior and encourages sort of like allowing these sideshows to appear legitimate or I mean we're laughing at them but we're also celebrating them in a sense and I don't think they're to be celebrated I think they view um life you know animal life and otherwise as like something that they can own and trade and it's very materialistic and disgusting and it is at the expense of these animals they are abusing these animals you know I think there was probably much more nefarious and dark fucked up shit going on than that documentary showed us. I think they, they didn't want to show it because people wouldn't watch it. They wanted to show they the showed flashy some fucked up shit. Though. I know, but okay. So, and as someone who worked in animal, you know, welfare on, on in a volunteer capacity, I will say it was like particularly difficult for me because my problem working in animal welfare was the people, the yeah. people like, they're take, crazy narcissists. Take, they're crazy narcissists. It's about them. It's about drama. It's about being the biggest hero or or fighting, infighting. There's so much infighting. And it's just another way that we're disgusting as people, like because the animals are the ones who suffer. And it's unnecessarily. It's like they're breeding them in captivity. They're they're coming into this world just to be owned and poked and prodded and in like conditions in which I think the worst moment of the documentary for me was when he was talking about um, the monkey. He had two monkeys in cages and eventually they were like donated to a zoo or something like that. And he said that like the first time that they were out in like a big space together, they hugged each other, the two animals. That was so sad. But it's like that is what, them existing creates is that is like us creating us like breeding life and then treating it like dog shit totally and and i understand that reaction i think is perfectly like normal for you to have that reaction i don't think that anybody ended up watching that documentary and thinking that they looked good or no no but but do you know what it reminds me of a little bit it reminds me of when that documentary blackfish came out did you ever see that i did yeah when you when you see these documentaries and you see like how people are participating in it yeah. very blindly, like yeah. people go to SeaWorld mm-hmm. um, and go to zoos and go to circuses and they don't really realize how yeah. they're um, participating in something that's really yeah. fucked up and evil. So I think it's I, I think that um, it is important for but people you- to see that and to 
understand why like me petting a cub I'm not just petting a cub. I am financially You're contributing. You're like co-signing this whole system. And co-signing yeah. everything that goes into me being allowed to pet the cub. But you are a smart, thoughtful person who probably already knows now at this point that like petting zoos like that and things like that aren't good. Like I feel like I I could agree with that argument, except for I think most people will see it and be like, oh my God, I love the Tiger King. He's so funny. Well, that is possible. That's the main takeaway I feel most people. And like, I am not amused by him. I didn't find him funny. I didn't find anyone funny or charming. I was so grossed out by the whole thing. And I didn't, I was like, I have to finish this because I need to like be able to talk about it. But I hate it. Yeah. I hate, I also hate that like, I know you said he doesn't make gay people look bad and and I, I i'm just saying that's not what i took away sure from again I, I respect your opinion and i'm i'm willing to like to like think more about that but that's not what i took away from it it's granted kind of, i also don't see gay people as like ridiculous right people some people do though right. and it's like oh of course it's like i i always when i watch things i think of it of the viewpoint of like say a conservative or whatever is like gay people shouldn't get married or whatever. And then, oh, look, there's this flamboyant gay man. Just marrying everyone. Drugging and, and, and luring these guys in with drugs. One of them kills himself. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, it's there's this sort of underlying image of gay people, which has been around for years and years and years. And that, that it's like they're creeps and they're predatory and they're going to try to like get you, you know, mm-hmm. And then there it is being showcased. Like, haha, look, it's so funny. Look at these straight guys that fuck him. But do you think that that should have just been excluded from the no, documentary? No, you can't. The thing is, he does exist. But it, it's it's just like, it's just unfortunate because it's it, it reminds me of people who think Trump is funny. And I think that we underestimate how many people who like Trump just because they think he's funny. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like... Again, we view this from a scope of like, it's horrible that this is our leader and we need a reasonable person. And it's incredibly detrimental to like the health and livelihood of a country. There's a big part of our population that's like, he fucking says what he fucking but he's yeah. so funny. And it's like, I think stuff like this encourages like it's like it's just like encouraging stupidity. And uh, on a level, it's like, I do think we need a little bit of. Obviously, reality TV is very important, not important, but popular right now because we're trying to like tune out. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are happening that are very scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on season seven of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, right because now. we we don't want to look at like the hard facts. We don't want to think world. about our own lives. I, I, agreed. But like we have like we can't just consume well, trash to fucking. So I think that, that being said, I might be on a reality TV show. So what the fuck do I know? Yeah. Well, let's not talk about that. Yet, <laughs> yeah. But, continue. Um, I think both things can be true. Yeah. Like, I think that I can be amused by something and it also makes me think. Sure. Um, and I also think if we're looking at if we're looking at this in a broader way of like, should a documentary be made and like what what makes something like it an eye-catching mm-hmm. documentary like there are certainly there certainly is like that aspect of it that people people are like this needs to be entertaining mm-hmm, like the people who produced the movie I'm sorry the series yeah like 
they need to make it entertaining of yeah. so that a lot of people will watch it and then it, it generates buzz about it. Yeah. I think what they were doing and what I thought was well done about it was that they packaged it in a pretty entertaining way. Of course. But they still were getting across the message of like these animal refuges, even the ones that claim to be sure. more moral. She totally killed her husband. I mean, that's a, a whole percent. other. And that's not even like. We didn't even touch on the fact that like there's this whole murder for hire plot that's going on. Like the the hijinks in this movie, yeah. it's just an insane story. Like yeah. on the face of it, it's just a wild fucking story. It's a story about stupidity but at I its think core. It, I think it deserves to be documented. I think that is a that is as a human interest piece. Yeah, it is wildly interesting i think it depends i think i think of course it's entertaining and and popular for a reason. and there are certainly going to be some people who completely tune out everything that they could glean from sure. it in terms of like animal welfare yeah and they just see it as like a form of entertainment and that's to me that's fine because that means that it, it is allowed on a platform like netflix that can reach so many people that yeah do see what they're trying to to do with it yeah i think like it's a particularly sensitive subject for me because yeah. I'm so close to that. Yeah. Um, and there's so many things, you know, it's more a question of like, what is the cost of glorifying stupidity? Yeah. And that is a much bigger issue. Tiger King is not the problem. Tiger King is like a symptom of a much wider situation uh, yeah, of, of what we pay attention to yeah. as like consumers of, yeah. of media and like, yeah, but I, at the I, same time, funny's funny, entertaining's entertaining. Yeah. You can't argue with it. You know what I yeah. mean? It's so popular. I watched the whole thing. Like so, it's like, like the thing is, I want to live in a world where like intelligence is celebrated and and um, you know, I I ha I come from a very liberal left leaning place. I'm very privileged. There's things I enjoy, but that's not that's not the world that we live in. Right. So it's like I can want that all I all till the cows come in but it doesn't match with my reality um i just also the fucking guy with the ponytail with like the 17 oh wives yeah the, i hate that motherfucker doc antle doc the, antle the one with the the big farm oh or the my big zoo. god yeah he was they kept adding more and more characters that I know. were like more ridiculous than the last one. <laughs> that 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 guy, such a fucking clown, such a clown. But they did, like to me, he seemed a little bit more in the in the beginning of it. He seemed more like like he, he was doing a little it bit consciously. More, yeah, yeah, because he, he was talking about like bringing people in to see the animals and then yeah. talking to them about conservationism yeah. and like trying to use it as a way to to educate people but then oh, we come unraveled. to find out that he like <laughs> euthanized tigers without consent and like yes. ve unlicensed veterinary work oh on my tigers God. And, and all the women giving them like fake tits and they're all wearing like leotards and fucking they all eerily look similar it's so I do I will say that the the documentarians did a very good job of like they did like a bait and switch they did kind yes of. which is i i'm assuming what you would have to do if you were trying to film subjects like that they all are narcissists so you kind of like get in with the like 
we're going to make you a star and then you just kind of like let them show their colors. Yeah. And they very they did a very good job in sort of it was kind of like a wink to well, it was a wink to maybe smarter people of like, mm-hmm. here, hey, here are these people. These fun characters. Yeah, like, oh, look how Goofy's wearing a fringe jacket. And then like... Just kidding, he kills animals. Seven seasons in, he's like ripping a baby tiger out of a pregnant mom being like, I need money. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. The oh breeding God, oh is, God, oh is one of the most disgusting oh. things to me. The breeding and the, the selling. A tiger in a party bus. It's also with the breeding. Did you see the, the footage of the tiger giving birth and then... As soon yes. as she pops that out was, this tiger, they take the tiger yes. out of the cage. It was, yeah, and separate it from its mother. That's, that was heartbreaking. Yeah, and it, but again, that's that's uh, that's their reality. That's their view towards life. Life is mine to sell and own. I own it. It's a very American viewpoint towards our planet. Is that I deserve to reap the benefits of this. I'm the master of this and therefore I deserve to just sell and abuse for my own um benefit. Yeah. And, and 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 to me, there's a huge problem with that. I have a huge problem with that. Um and, you know, I wish that I wish we could selectively corona certain people. Right. Let's put a pin in that. Um, do we have time for an advice question? We've been, fuck yeah. yeah. We've been going for an hour, but who the yeah. fuck cares? The, it's the end of the world. Coroni. <laughs> um, Jabroni. If you would like us to answer an advice question. Yes. Doesn't need to be like quarantine related. Doesn't mm-hmm. need to be heavy. We just want to answer more advice because we want to connect with you guys. Yeah. And that's um, how we are going to keep providing entertaining content Fuck and yeah. making helping everyone get through this just as we are getting through this because we're in this together. Yeah, baby. Um, I'm going to keep this anonymous. Hi, I have a question for Andrea. Ooh. Ooh get ready to do some legwork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have heard lately on the podcast your experience with trying out the app Field. Yes. And it piqued my interest as for a long time I've been toying with the idea of being with a couple for a few Tying. years. Yeah. Oh, my body. <laughs> I want to be your time. I recently downloaded the Fields app and it's actually pretty disappointing in my area. Mm. Not many couples on there and not really anyone filling out any kind of description at all. Yeah. Plus no matches. Oh, girl. While I'm sure this seems like a bizarre plight, I've been wondering how to meet couples for a few years now. And after learning of this app, had high hopes for meeting some. Mm. But after sadly wasting a couple weeks swiping through people who didn't even match me, I'm wondering if you have suggestions on how to meet a couple besides the field app. Or maybe any other listeners who are outside of a big city have any ideas. I think... I would really enjoy being with a couple, but so far I have not had any luck with even contacting one. LOL. Mm. Would love any advice someone could throw my way. She say where she lives. She didn't say, but she said it seems like it's a remote area. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's hard because of location because field is popping in New York City. But as we as discussed earlier, we're all liberal sluts who are all going to burn in hell for our decisions so i i will give you a little piece of advice not ever having done this Mm. but knowing people who have Mm -hmm. 
You could try Reddit. Yes. Um, and you can try... Um, yeah, Reddit's a great one. What's the other one? FetLife. Yeah. So those two websites are very popular and you might not be... And have be, been around longer too. Specifically, FetLife has been around yeah. for a long time. Um, so you can make an account on there post uh, uh, on reddit there's like subreddits for poly people trying to date other poly people i don't know specifically what they are but you could easily find out yeah um and if you're in a very remote location like rural i mean stay there because fucking coronavirus yes stay in (laughs) the woods (laughs) when we get out of this yes um you might want to check out your nearest city and if you're gonna hook up with a couple yeah you might need to travel i agree i think you could yeah i think reddit and and fetlife are great suggestions fetlife particularly you can i mean right now everything's online all dicks online all day baby um so you could start like a sexting or like a picture Mm -hmm. exchange thing i mean now is the time to harvest an online sexual relationship because that's all we have um so you can kind of play around with the dynamics of talking to a couple and then um i agree you're going to have to try if you can't if if you're that remote yeah you know it depends on where you are yeah like let's say you're um let's say you're in pennsylvania let's say you're a pennsylvania dutch yes (laughs) um then you know pick pittsburgh or philly like whatever you're closer to and maybe you go there for a weekend yeah go to a sex club maybe yeah 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 i would say look up sex clubs and like swinger stuff um because when and 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 maybe do if you are gonna go to like a sex club or one of these like meetup things maybe go with a date or a friend or something just to like meet people and then you can kind of like harvest it's like anything like dip your toe first Mm -hmm. like you know i've been to a few sex clubs and i went with billy presida shout out uh because he's in that world so the freak world the freak world you know and as am i in in ways but just go to first meet people because everyone's going to want to bang and maybe someone will try to bang you at one of the parties. That's what well, I've heard from everyone I know who has been a third. Mm-hmm. Ha- it, um, actually, or um, I have a friend who's in a couple who like tried to do, didn't end up doing it, but, but like yeah. was interested in it. Yeah. Meet the couple meet the, before. Yeah. Like have a before. drink, go have a date that is specifically not supposed to end in going yeah. back to anyone's apartment yeah. or fooling around or anything. Well, because you're going full metal jacket. It's such a huge, it's such a, it's also initiating sex with three people is different. It's like, it's like, yeah, y'all have to vibe in the same yeah. way and mm-hmm. you don't want anyone to feel excluded and you don't want anyone to be a little too into it. Sure. Well, yeah. And there's also like, yeah, I mean, after this is over, Ben wants me to hook up with his, primary i mean it Which sounds I'm, really fun yeah i want i definitely want to do it but then it's like he's sending me nudes of her that she's like okaying you know what i mean yeah um, you should talk to her maybe yeah i mean not not right now that that is the one thing that i would worry about if i was doing this would be my dynamic with the with the woman like if it was a couple a man and a woman yeah i would be less concerned about connecting with well, men the, are simple yeah like, like i said i, I would they're trying to, to bike over in a pandemic to slam it yeah like, they're it's stupid. so crazy it's insane but yeah 
yeah, it's but the I, I would just like I would be more concerned about connecting on a spiritual level. With yeah, the, like I would feel like there need to there needs to be something a little deeper. You not like. like so deep we're not gonna be like married after this but i would f- want to feel safe we respect around the, woman. the woman so much more we're like i want to impress the woman <laughs> yeah. it's true though I like it'll look good for the woman i agree yeah it's because i respect women more than men in what? general in general yeah uh, on an individual basis each person earns or loses my respect equally but like you know, men, you're just you just haven't been doing great in the last you know few thousand. But yeah, m- maybe next next century you guys will do good. But um, it's like, yeah, you are navigating now the dynamic of hooking up with someone with the opposite sex. I don't know that I don't know that you've done that before. I don't know if m- enough about this um, listener, but there's that. Um, and you're also dealing with a group dynamic. It's like a group hang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the first time I hung out with you and Slamdy, it's like high press. You want to like, yeah. you want to make sure that you're asking the other person enough questions. You already know the main person. So now it's about you and the other person. Like take the pressure off. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it casual, no expectations, and then make it a possibility that you're going to meet up in the future. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Go online start talking to people online start sexting if you want to i you know i like that stuff i don't like virtual wanking but <laughs> honestly give it time i don't know when am i gonna have sex again it's, i don't I was know drowning in dicks you know what the last time i had sex isn't this are you ready for this it's so yeah. it's so slutty it's amazing the last time i had sex um chuck slept over after a date and we banged like till the sun rose. So beautiful. That is so beautiful. It's gorgeous. And I was like, I don't want to have sex. And then like 20 minutes later. I was <laughs> that like, does not always happen. I know. I don't usually say that anymore because I I don't. Yeah, like, but there's there have been so many times for me that like I won't shave my legs. Right. Or I'll wear like underwear with holes in it. And I'll be like, this is going to keep Stu- me this from is- <laughs> having sex on the first date. Never does. I always have sex on the first always. date. Always. I bang Danny on the first date. Uh, I bang everyone on the first I, date. And that should be proof to everybody here that it does not fucking matter. Do what you want. If you want to have sex on the yeah. first date, have sex on the first date. It does not make a difference if the exactly. person's into you they're into you which is why i i don't usually say i don't want to have sex just because i don't want to like um sort of uh pay in or give lip service to that idea that like yeah. if you have sex on the first date it's like oh my god you're giving yes. it away but the only thing that i will say is that if you yourself become more attached to people after you have sex with them and you want to avoid that, yeah. then that would be a good reason. There's something to, not do to it. that. That's yeah. not like not an untrue thing. I just, I also just like wasn't. I we had good chemistry. I just didn't want it to be like a guarantee that right, yeah, because but the he was chemistry coming back with there. me. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I, I just like was I was I just didn't want to like set the expectation. Yeah, I I was basically like, you can come over. I want you to come over. I just don't want to like for Go sure to the bone zone. say that that's what's going to happen yeah. or have you expect that to be what is going to happen um but then like literally four <laughs> minutes into yeah. like us being in a bed so we're banging four minutes later oh my god do you ever like okay you know when people's dicks are so hard that it's like it's like is this a a metal rod oh yeah you know i love I, that it's so exciting you know what <laughs> makes that happen what weed yes guys 
If you guys don't know about weed, guys, PSA, <laughs> weed is fucking great. It's the best. Weed, like, if you're having any problems with your sex life, like, just smoke weed. Like, it makes everything so oh, much better. It's the fucking. Andy gets so fucking hard. It's like, it's almost like, is it going to explode? Like, did you just remove your dick and insert a microphone? (laughs) Yes. Are you recording me right now? I reach, I reach down. It's also thick. And I'm like, the dick? Yeah, it's like a Subway sandwich. Ooh. And I was just like, a a six foot? Yeah. I mean, six foot, six inch? A two inch. (laughs) Is it shown? No, it's so, it was so viciously hard um and uh that's what we call a rager it was a rager and it was really fun and we banged until like the sun rose and then he left around like seven eight and then i napped for like maybe four or five hours and then woke up took a shower and then another guy came over oh aren't you happy that you got that in before yeah, you were stuck inside for my body six years? my body knew my yeah. body was like follow your slut intuition <laughs> I, and then you get sick and then i got sick because i deserve you know, it because i'm a whore but boy did uh, i like two in one day s- super fuck it out Mwah, chef's, chef's kiss, kiss. <laughs> um all right guys that's, guys that's it we love you we love you we're gonna keep doing this we're setting up uh a system so that we can record remotely yeah um so next week we're gonna you're probably gonna hear a little more of pauses in between us talking. Yeah, there might be a little lag, but in terms of the sound quality, it's still going to be really good because we both have really good recording equipment. Yeah. Um, and someone biked over with it in a Trader Joe's yes, bag. Yes, because someone is an angel. <laughs> um, we love you guys. Stay safe out there. Um, check take, out our Patreon. Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot mess. Follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Andrea Comedy 69. And we'll see you next week. It's It's a a comedy comedy podcast. podcast.